please make sure that you don't allow anything or anybody rob you of your gratitude, your joy, and your peace. Don't let anything interrupt your faith as well. The Morning Shift is officially being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary, located at 500 East Arden Avenue right here in the beautiful Isaiah City of Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust. That's my dear brother and his fine staff, Mr. James K. Gatlin, who is the owner, licensed funeral director, and embalmer at Gatlin Mortuary. Uh, they will be able to take care of you and your family with love, compassion, and professionalism. It is with profound sadness uh, that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Mr. James Jones, age 89, who passed into eternal rest on Sunday, August the 23rd at South Georgia Medical Center. We solicit your prayers for the Jones family. It is also with great grief that we announce the passing of Miss Bobby Edie, Miss Bobby Joe Edie, who passed into eternal rest as well on Sunday, August the 23rd at her residence. Again, we solicit your prayers for the Edie family and friends. It is also with great sadness that we announce the passing of Miss Regina Moss Washington, who passed into eternal rest on Thursday, August the 27th at the Life Care Center. Gatlin Mortuary solicits your prayers for the Washington family. It is with profound sorrow that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Mr. Uh, Dr. David Hargrave, 68 years of old, who passed into eternal rest on Friday, August the 28th at South Georgia Medical Center. Again, that's the passing of Dr. David Hargrave of Valdosta, Georgia. We solicit your prayers for the Hargrit family. It is with profound sorrow that the owners and management and staff of Gatlin Mortuary stand alongside the John family to announce the earthly transition of Miss Erna John, who passed into eternal rest on Thursday, August the 27th at South Georgia Medical Center. And we ask that you pray um, for the John family during this, their time of bereavement. It is also with great sorrow that we announce the passing of Mr. Azel Macon. Mr. Azel Macon, who passed into eternal rest on Sunday, August the 30th at Langdale Hospice House. We solicit your prayers for the Macon family. Also, please keep our Valdosta City School System teacher, Ashley Haynes, in prayer um, as this is her father. It is with profound sorrow that we, the owners, management, and staff at Gatlin Mortuary stand alongside the Gosier family as we announce the earthly transition of Mr. Horace Gosier, who passed into eternal rest on Sunday. August the 30th at Brightmore Hospice in Griffin, Georgia. Again, we solicit your prayers for the Gosier family. Mm -mm -mm. As you can see and hear, beautiful people, today is a beautiful day. Today is a good day when we consider that our name is not on a roll like this. So again, we ask uh, each of you to continue to keep those who have uh, lost loved ones in your prayer as you go through your day as well as through your week. Not been doing a very good job of it. If we're here today, we still have an opportunity, uh, yes, to um, to really uh, do better, right? Really, to really, really, really do better. And it's important for us beautiful people that when people are dealing with their struggles, when people are dealing with their storms, when when people are 
um, um, you know, going through tough times, um, or maybe dealing with things that may not be fully apparent or fully exposed to you that, that we understand and, and we take into consideration that, uh, we don't know what people are going through and what people are dealing with and, and, and what people are, are facing. And so before we, before we, you know, jump on the boat of, of criticizing and, and judging and condemning that we remember that there's an us, right? There's an us, there's a you, there's a me. Um, good morning, Shanita. Gail, good morning. Sheffield, good morning. Melinda, good morning. Miss Willa, good morning. Bad, good morning. Shirley Wilson, good morning. Cheryl Stokes, good morning. Before we before we criticize other people and uh, what they're they're dealing with or what may be happening, that it's important for us to know that there are some there are going to there are, have been some times and there are going to be some times when we are facing uh, similar or parallel struggles in our very own lives you know and and, and we got to know that um, you know how we treat other people should be a replication of how we want others to treat us if we're facing the same the same scenario because before you, any of us point fingers, talk good, Smith, before any of us point fingers at anybody, we have to consider ourselves. Woo. Consider yourself. Before you point, I'm talking about before you point a finger at anybody, make sure you consider yourself. That is a word all by itself. Come on and help me talk while I'm talking. Consider yourself. Lest you fall. Consider yourself unless you fall. Because it's easy, like I said, it's easy to point that finger. It's easy to condemn. It's easy to criticize. It's easy to judge before you have facts. It's easy to add your two cents before we condemn somebody else. Make sure we consider our own selves. Romans and and listen and I, I'm gonna talk from Romans chapter two this morning, but one of the things that I want to say is when we talk about before when I say before we can condemn others to make sure we consider ourselves, it does not mean that that person is not guilty. It does not mean that that person is not wrong. It does not mean that 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 person has committed an act, a crime, or a, a violation. It's not saying that they are innocent, that they have not done anything wrong. But what I am saying is we just have to be careful how we handle our response to another man's issue. We got to be careful of our response to another woman's struggles and shortcomings. In Romans chapter 2 in the Message Bible, it starts off by saying those people are on a, are on a dark spiral downward. That there are people who are indeed spiraling out of control. There are people who are indeed on a dangerous path in life. There are people who are indeed living life recklessly. Who? All of us 
at some point have done that, might still be doing it, refusing to know God. Women not knowing how to be women. Men not knowing how to be men. Yes, it's true. Confused. Caught up in different things. Backstabbing people. Cheating people. Being bullies. Yes. And if you go back and look at uh, chapter uh, 1 of Romans, uh, it'll show you all of the things that lead up to say those people on a dark spiral downward. They're on their way down. It says, but if you, in Romans chapter 2, but if you think that leaves you on the high ground where you can point fingers, point your fingers at others, think again. Just because somebody is on a downward spiral, just because somebody is falling from grace, just because somebody is having a difficult time, just because somebody is struggling, just because somebody is living wrong and doing evil and, and, and being uh you know, bullies to people and, 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 and causing an uproar and, you know, being riotous. Don't think that that leaves you on high ground. That's what the word says. Don't think that that leaves you on high ground. If you think that does, then you need to think again, because it says every time you criticize someone, you condemn yourself. Oh my God. Every time you criticize somebody, you condemn yourself. It's on you. It is on you. Many people, it's a quote for the day, one of them. Most people who are criticizing and judging haven't even tried what you failed at. Most people who are criticizing and judging haven't even tried what the other person has failed at. So just because somebody failed at it, now don't jump on this bandwagon of criticism and judging. Always got your fingers pointed at people. The Bible says in Romans chapter 2, judgmental criticism of others is a well-known way of escaping detection in your own crimes and misdemeanors. Judgmental criticism of others is a well-known way of escaping detection in your own crimes and misdemeanors. Oh, my God. When we spend that time judging other people and trying to call out other people's sins in their lives, make sure now that you're not trying to cover up something in your life. This is talking about judgmental criticism. Because what you have to understand, what we all have to get is that being judgmental, controlling, or criticizing others is like setting a hard brick wall that stops anything good from coming into our lives when we're being judgmental. It's preventing good things from coming to you. Don't let your exposure of me be a cover-up for you. Oh, my goodness. Don't let an exposure of me be a concealment for you. You exposing me, putting my business out on the street, sharing my negative, my negativity, sharing my failures, sharing my fault. Make sure that your exposure of another man is not concealment for yourself. Whew, that shifted something in me. Make sure that just because you want to keep your stuff 
out of the blue, out of the air, off of, off of social media, out of the news, that you're not trying to cover up and keep your stuff from out there, and so be it, you put mine out. Because people get mad now when, when, they done, when they done got into some, they done got into some trouble, and they stuff out there, then automatically, now let me expose this. Let me expose them. Let me expose them. Let me expose them. Because you've been exposed. If you cannot, listen at this. This is kind of on the, on, the, on the flip side of this. If you cannot take criticism, if you can't take a little bit, make sure you don't try to give out no criticism now. You, if you expose mine, somebody else might expose yours. So if you don't like other people being critical of you and criticizing you, make sure now that you ain't giving out something you can't take. Make sure that you ain't giving out something that you cannot take. If you cannot handle rebuke, do not be trying to issue out and correct everybody's errors. If you can't handle hearing the truth about yourself, make sure you're not trying to get other people to see and hear the truth about themselves. Because be careful what you dish out because that thing ain't coming back to you now. It is going to come back to it. Stop trying to tr- stop trying to throw shade on everybody's life when you cannot handle shade being thrown at you. If you don't want nobody to sip tea about your business, make sure that you're not sipping tea about other people's business. If you don't like people to be meddling, in your matters, make sure that you are not meddling in other people's matters. If your husband can't talk about your truth and tell you about your issues and your attitude and what you're not doing right, make sure now you don't spend all of your evening complaining about what he don't do or what he is doing when he can't tell you about your stuff. Don't get mad when your stuff. It's disgust when you are discussing other people's stuff. You gonna give it out, make sure you can take it. If you gonna give it out, make sure you can take it. What's good for the goose, y'all know it. What's good for the goose is sure enough good for the gander. Romans chapter 2, it says, you're trying to, you know, judgmental criticism, judgmental criticism, not cr- not constructive criticism. This morning, we're talking about judgmental criticism. There's a difference between the two. Judgmental criticism is I'm just judging you. I ain't even trying to help you become better. I'm trying to destroy you. I'm trying to condemn you. I'm trying to punish you. But on the other hand, constructive criticism is pointing out these things to help make you better. There is a difference. It says judgmental criticism of others is a well-known way of escaping detection in your own crimes and misdemeanors. But God is not so easily diverted. I don't care how much you you try to throw shade. I don't care how much you try to flip the tables. God isn't easily diverted. Some of us are good talkers. Oh, I'm talking good. Some of us are good talkers. I got to get out of here. We are good talkers. We know how to take something that's meant for us and flip it and we end up on top. I'm telling we know how to talk our way from the bottom and put our way on top. We know how to fight our way from the bottom and flip it. 
because you've been caught in your wrong and now you want to try to make me feel guilty for something that you did. You know how to flip that thing real, real good. Some of us know how to flip. We don't, we might not be flipping houses, but we flipping conversations. But the Bible said God is not so easily diverted. He is not the one that's fooled by the smoke screen that we put up. No, you can't talk your way out of this. You can't skip your way out of this. You can't fast forward your way out of this. He sees how you're being judgmentally critical of your spouse, of your children, of your co-workers, of your pastor, of other leaders, community leaders, governmental authorities. He sees your judgment criticism no matter how much you try to uh, you know make it like you're the victim no you ain't the victim boo no you're not you just know how to flip the script on people he says god is not so easily diverted he sees right through all such smoke screens and will hold you to what you have done you didn't think did you that just by pointing your fingers at others you would distract god from seeing all of your misdoing and from coming down on you My, oh no wait a minute so you didn't think now just because you were pointing fingers and calling out everybody else's transgressions calling about everybody else's faults calling out everybody else's shortcomings that that was going to distract god from seeing what you were doing man may not see it i may not see it. A lot of people may not see it, but there is nothing. Woo, you ain't getting over on God. Just because you calling out everything wrong, just because you're pointing out, just because you're exposing it, just because you're illuminated, just because it's coming from the dark to the light, does not mean that you are distracting God from the things that you're doing. Or did you think just because he was a nice God, he was going to let you off the hook? You better think this one through from the beginning. God is kind, but he's not soft. Ooh! God is kind, but he's not soft. Oh, he grants you grace, but that does not mean that you can continue in your sin. Oh, my goodness. That's what Paul said. He said, you better think this one through from the beginning. God is kind, but he's not soft. Ooh! You ain't getting by with everything. I'm kind, but I'm not soft. Don't try to pull that over on me. Do not try to pull that over on God. You can fool me some of the time, but you cannot fool God any other time. Come on, Smith, talk while you talking. You cannot fool God any other time. He's kind, but he ain't so. Woo! Woo! My goodness. Somebody please say that with me. My God is kind, but he ain't so. Don't take his grace and think that's a sign of weakness. You done heard it. Don't take my meekness for my weakness. Just because I'm meek does not mean that I'm weak. Just because I'm not saying anything or I'm not responding does not mean that I'm just going to let you walk over me. Because I understand there is a time and a season for all things. And there it will be an unveiling whoo, of the truth. Oh, talk Smith while you talking. My God is kind. Good morning, Natalie Key. My God is kind, but he ain't so. Keep messing with me if you want. Woo. Keep talking about me if you want. Woo. Keep spreading lies about me if you want. Keep trying to expose me if you want. My God is kind, 
but he ain't soft. He's only going to let you get away with what you doing, but for so long. You got to be careful how you are judgmentally criticizing his people, his children. Woo! Yeah, my God is kind, but he ain't soft. Don't keep pushing the envelope. Don't keep pushing the envelope. Y'all, I got to get out of here. We were well over our time. Do not push the envelope. After a while, he'll come through and see about his girl. After a while, he gonna come through and see about you. When he's had enough of the enemy bothering with you, oh yeah, my God is kind, but he ain't soft. His wrath is, the Bible said his wrath is terrible. Woo! Look at him. Look at him. Be careful how you touch his anointed. Be careful. How you bother his people. Be careful how you bother his seed. If I'm wrong, come tell me I'm wrong. You say you love me. Now, if you come to me and you're trying to provide some constructive criticism, this is the Bible, and I don't receive you, then you take it further. But at the end of the day now, you do things wrong and act up. I don't have to see you. ain't got to say nothing. You don't got to say nothing at all. Woo! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Read Bobby Jr. when he's had enough of it. So make sure that you are not judging people. Judge mental criticism. There's no place for that in the kingdom. All about what you think about what it should be. Mm-mm. Listen, y'all. I appreciate y'all for tuning in to the morning shift. I got to get out of Dodge. Do the call. Remember, you like it, you love it. Make sure you share it. Make sure you visit the podcast. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, search hashtag the morning shift and you'll find this message and other messages. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Until tomorrow morning, peace. I love y'all. I'm out. Oh, P.S. That's a word. My God is kind, but he ain't soft.